Hello and welcome back to this episode of the High Yield Podcast of Medicine. In this first episode on immunodeficiencies, we focus on clinical hints that help differentiate different classes of primary immunodeficiency in a child with recurrent infections. In other words, we discuss the clinical clues that enable us to formulate a diagnostic theory into one of the five categories of primary immunodeficiencies. That's B-cell disorders, T-cell disorders, phagocytic dysfunction, complement defects, or other miscellaneous disorders, such as toll-like receptor disorders, as well as regulatory dysfunctions. In the next couple episodes, we will discuss the effects of B-cell, T-cell, phagocytic cells, as well as complement deficiencies. Now, before beginning to discuss each individual disorder, I would like to draw your attention to some clinical hints that may help direct the diagnosis towards T-cell or B-cell disorders or towards complement deficiency or neutrophil defect or other signaling defects such as toll-like receptors defect. Remember, we will discuss the phagocytic cell disorders as well as complement deficiencies or toll-like receptor signaling defects in the episode dedicated to deficiencies of innate immune system. But I still would like you to commit to memory certain clinical characteristics at this beginning of our discussion that can favor one of these five categories of immunodeficiencies. So, What clinical findings favor B-cell defects? Remember, in all types of primary immunodeficiencies, be it due to B-cell or T-cell defects or complement disorders, as well as neutrophil defects, we will have recurrent infections. However, it's the type of recurrent infection that really help as a differential diagnostic clue. So what type of recurrent infection is seen in B-cell defects? Always remember two group of pathogens that tip the scale of diagnosis in favor of B, as in Bravo cell disorders. B-cell disorders are typically associated with one, extracellular encapsulated organisms. You know, the famous three, the strep pneumonia, haemophilus influenza type B, and Neisseria but also the agents causing diarrhea, especially Giardia lamblia. What infections are not common in patients with B-cell, as in Bravo disorders, fungal or viral infections are not so common. Perhaps the only exception is enteroviruses. Now, what other type of primary immunodeficiency could also be associated with recurrent infection with extracellular encapsulated organisms? That's complement defects as well as functional, congenital, or anatomical asplenia. This could be remembered by reviewing the fact that immunity against encapsulated pathogens requires certain elements in immune system to be functional. What are they? We need normal spleen, we need normal opsonins level, and opsonins are IgG and complement factor C3b that help fixation of complement. The other question is why patients with B-cell disorders are predisposed to the risk of diarrhea and giardiasis. Remember, any condition that's associated with decreased level of mucosal immunoglobulin A is associated with risk of giardia and other GI mucosal pathogens. 
causing diarrhea. So what conditions could manifest with recurrent infections as well as susceptibility to giardia or diarrheal disease? Again, we think of B-cell disorders, especially the ones associated with low levels of IgA and they are X-linked A-gamma globulinemia as well as selective IgA deficiency. Remember, if you have selective IgG deficiency, you don't necessarily have increased predisposition to diarrheal illness or giardia. Now, talking about diarrhea and malabsorption, what type of primary immunodeficiencies could be associated with diarrhea, malabsorption, and failure to thrive? Now, pay attention that if your kid with immunodeficiency has recurrent diarrhea, but no failure to thrive or malabsorption, you mainly want to think of B-cell defects. However, if the patient with diarrhea has malabsorption and especially, especially failure to thrive, this should favor the diagnosis towards T-cell as in tango, T as in tango, T-cell disorders. Failure to thrive, FTT as in T-cell defects. True or false, patients with B-cell, as in Bravo, disorders have minimal or no growth retardation. That's true. Now, what type of infections are seen in patients with T, as in Tango, T-cell disorders? We have viral, intracellular, opportunistic, or less virulent organisms, as well as possibility of infection with other more virulent bugs. Remember, T-cells are responsible to fight against intracellular organisms such as mycobacteria and other opportunistic bugs as well as viruses and fungi. Again, recurrent infection with fungi, opportunistic intracellular bacteria such as tuberculosis as well as recurrent viral infections favor T-cell disorders. T as in FTT, failure to thrive, also seen in T-cell disorders. Now, which one of B versus T-cell disorders has poorer prognosis? While patients with B as in Bravo cell disorders usually survive to adulthood for several years, patients with T-cell as in Tango disorders have poor survival after early childhood years. Remember, we are talking about conditions such as DeGeorge's syndrome, ataxia telangiectasia, viscous aldrich, severe combined immunodeficiency, etc. Among patients with complement defect versus T as in tango cell defects, which one has predisposition to malignancy versus autoimmunity? Remember, complement defects mean increased risk of autoimmunity, while T cell disorders indicates high incidence of malignancy. In what group of immunodeficiencies the patient have increased susceptibility to graft versus host disease, that is T-cell disorders. What intervention can prevent graft versus host disease in patients with primary T-cell as in tango defects? Irradiation of the transplanted graft or blood product. Now, when it comes to differentiating phagocytic or neutrophil defects, from other types of primary immunodeficiencies, we need to pay attention to the organ primarily affected by the infections. What organs are the main target of B-cell, as in Bravo, 
defects. Again, because we have defective mucosal immunity, GI mucosal infection, mainly in the form of diarrhea, but also respiratory tract infection in terms of otitis, sinusitis, recurrent pneumonia, bronchiectasis, and infection of other mucosa such as conjunctivitis favor B-cell defects. On the other side, when we have neutrophilic or phagocytic defects, we have recurrent dermatologic infections as well as abscesses and other types of chronic pyogenic infections such as bone and joint infections. Once more, recurrent dermatologic infections, presence of abscesses in lymph nodes, lung, liver, as well as chronic bone and joint infections are the clinical presentation in favor of phagocytic disorders. Mention two specific clinical findings that favor certain phagocytic disorders. One is delayed separation of umbilical cord or poor wound healing and the other is absence of pus at site of infection and these are more commonly seen in leukocyte adhesion deficiency. Thanks, this finishes our introduction to immune deficiencies.